Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. The Father said, I've given you the same power that I used to raise Christ. I've now placed that inside of you. Glory to God. Oh, I pray we get a hold of that. Somebody said, oh, I wish I had the power of the disciples. Why would you want that? That's so, that's so beneath, that is so yesterday when the Father has released that power all in the name of Jesus. It's exceeding great power. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Well, bless the wonderful name of Jesus, everybody. Hello, welcome back to another service right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. It's Thursday night, and that means that we're in our series entitled, God Protect Us. We've been here for quite some time, and I pray that you've been richly blessed by the Word of God as it has come forth. And today we're going to continue in that series and so much more. But first of all, don't forget, if this is your very first time with us and you're watching on YouTube, then make sure you hit the like button if you are enjoying this content. And you can subscribe as well to see more videos just like this. For those of you that are joining us on Roku, hello everybody. And also the Fire Stick channel and podcast, however you're watching or listening, even by radio, yeah. However you're watching or listening, we welcome you tonight in Jesus' mighty name. You guys are a part of this service as if you are with me right here in this space, and you are. So I thank God that you're here. Well, let's get right back into the Word of God tonight, going right back into Psalm 91. Psalm 91 has 16 glorious verses, and we've been trying our best to make it all the way down to verse number 16. I believe the last time we were together, we stopped at number 13. We, we, uh, we actually skipped verse 8. Uh, last time we went to 8, but before that, we went down from uh, 9 through 12. So we're kind of here and there, but I believe that there is a method to our madness. So right now, let's go ahead and just go ahead and read um, verses 1 through 16, and then we'll go back into our lesson for today. All right, Psalm 91, verses 1 through 16. And it reads like this. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee 
to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and, and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Glory to the Lamb of God. Oh, we've been just enjoying Psalm 91. Now, don't forget to go by our website at www.kingdomrock.org. That's kingdomrock.org. There you can find today's video as well as the entire series and so much more. So check it out today. All right, we're going back now to verse number 13. And this is phenomenal. You thought all of Psalm 91 is phenomenal. You're right. Verse 13, I'm, it's powerful. Let's just get into it. Verse 13 says again, Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Glory to God. Now, verse 13 is the only offensive verse in Psalm 91. It's us taking the battle to the enemy. Up until this point, we've been taking shelter in the secret place. We've been covered by the Father's wings and under his feathers we are trusting. We've been shielded uh, by his shield and buckler, right? He's been our refuge and we've been in the fortress. He's been all around us and bad things have been happening. We've seen this. We've seen the uh, terror by night and the pestilence that walketh, uh, by, um, that walketh in, in darkness or that exists in uh, dark places or mysterious places. We've been talking about deadly disease and, and arrows that are flying. That is random shootings. A lot of bad things is happening, are, are, are happening here. Up until this point here in Psalm 91, the Lord has been talking about, again, our protection. He is covering us from all the bad things. But we do not see up until this point that the Father said, you know what? I'm going to take care of that. I will stop the disease. I will stop the terror by night. I will stop the destruction that wastes at noonday. You haven't seen any of that. Nowhere here between verses 1 through 13 have we seen God say, you know what, I'm going to stop it. I'm going to end it, and it's going to stop. It's going to be over with. I will deliver you from this. You haven't seen that. All we have seen is that God said, I'll protect you. But here we see in verse 13 that the Father has placed the answer to this epidemic, to this pandemic. He's placed the answer within us. Verse 13 tells us it's about spiritual warfare. Now, <laughs> there was a time when we would sit still and say, God, you know, you're going to do everything and, you know, we'll sit back and, and you know, you got it and you'll handle it all. We're just going to sit here and wait on you to handle it. And we'll sit here and drink lemonade and, and you do the whole thing. Maybe that was a thought some time ago, but I'm telling you, that's not now. It's not, it's not now. God has placed the answer, the spiritual authority within you to solve the problem. When God wants to handle a situation, 
He will call a person. Yes, he's God and he can do all things. He can do it all himself. But many times he chooses to solve the issues of society through a person. He'll send, he'll give someone a word, a prophetic utterance, someone a command. He'll place a spirit of boldness on the inside of someone to proclaim what thus saith the Lord. And I'm telling you here in Psalm 91, verse 13, Psalm 91, 13, God says, I place the answer within you. You will handle this situation. So we can't be scared. We can't be timid in the face of this. As a matter of fact, let me prophesy to you that God is willing up a, 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 a fresh sense of boldness on the inside of us. Hallelujah. A fresh sense of boldness. The day of intimidation is over. We're proclaiming a new day. Hallelujah. And also let me prophesy to you that the, uh, that the what ifs, that the what ifs are dying. The day that what if held you back, that thing is coming to a close. It's a dying breed. What if I pray for someone and nothing happens? What if I say a word and nothing happens? No, that day is over. Now God is saying, stand firm, stand on, stand on my word and proclaim what I have done for you. Proclaim what I have done for them. Now it's the time for us to speak up and speak out and come out of the dark places into the light because the people need hope. They need deliverance. And let's guess what, my friend? They need you. <laughs> they need you. You're the one that God's going to send. Glory to God. Verse 13 talks about the, the army of light marching forth because again, up until this moment, we haven't seen where God is saying, Sit back. I'm going to do it. I'm going to destroy this enemy. I'm going to knock the pestilence down. I'm going to destroy this virus. I'm going to do this and I'm going to. We don't see that. We don't see that. But we do see here that God invests supernatural authority on the inside of us in verse 13. So let's talk about this and how it actually looks and how it's going to work out in our lives today. I'm telling you, this is our time of power. This is the time of revival and revival springs forth as we are no longer intimidated, no longer intimidated, but we rise up in power and declare what thus saith the Lord. Now let's look at 13 one more time. I love this. 13 says, thou shalt tread. This is another thou shalt. Remember, we talked about one before, I believe in verse number nine, possibly where the Lord says, thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. He said, thou shalt not. Now he's saying, thou shalt, you will do this. He said, he's saying to the one, he's talking to the one that's abiding in the secret place that has made God his, uh, our habitation, our dwelling, that has been sheltered, that has been covered. Angelic assistance is around us. He's talking to that individual who has made a decree. Father, you are my secret place. You are my shelter. You have made a stand. Now, Father says, it is you 
that will tread upon the, the lion and the adder. It is you. Now, my God, he said, thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Let's look at this for a moment because this talks about supernatural power and authority. This talks about spiritual warfare that's happening in the heavenlies. Let's look at the word tread. The word tread means to march forth. It means to march. And it also means to bend, to bend. Isn't that something to tread? He said, thou shalt tread upon. You're going to march forth upon the lion, upon the, the adder. The, and the, the word adder is a snake. It's, it's a scorpion, or rather, it's a, yeah, it's a snake. God said, you're going to tread upon them. That is, you're going to march forth upon them. You're going to bend their power. Hallelujah. What was straight, you're going to bend it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said, you're going to tread upon the lion and adder. Now, the lion here uh, really is representative of spiritual intimidation intimidation because what a lion does before it pounces on its prey it lets out a loud roar and his roar paralyzes that other animal that is seeking to devour it paralyzes him it holds him in place and then he comes and gets them the line here again speaks about spiritual intimidation the adder here, or the snake, this talks about personal deception, how the enemy gets in your ear and how he tells you lies. And we see that picture there in the book of Genesis, how that single snake, that serpent, uh, creeped over to Adam and to Eve, and it deceived the woman. And the Bible declares that the man was not deceived, but he partook of the fruit uh, anyway. They both came under the power of the deception uh, or the, of the words or the words of the enemy or the devil's plan. So here again, this lion talks about intimidation, fear going forth, fear. And aren't we seeing this today in our society? People are afraid. We're so afraid. And the, on, the, on the heels of that fear comes deception. There's so much misnews. There's so much fake news, uh, if you will. So many things that aren't true on social media. People are saying this and saying that. And these are tools that the enemy is using. But God said, you will tread upon the lion and the adder. You will bend their power. You will bend it. Oh my God, are you feeling this? God said, you will bend. Again, the word tread means to bend. It means to to march forth. You're going to do this. In other words, the devil's going to roar with intimidations. Roar and it won't even phase us. Glory to God. You're going to trample on it. You're going to tread on it. And he said uh, and even on the deception of the adder, you're going to hear it, but it's not going to phase you. This is supernatural ability that God has given to those who have chosen to abide in the secret place. Let's read on. He says that you're going to tread upon the lion and adder. Then it says the young lion and dragon shall you, shall you trample under feet. Well, the word young lion talks about the lion at its peak of strength, at its peak, peak of strength. That is, again, at the peak of intimidation, the peak of fear, 
the peak of worry when things have really just hit its crescendo or at the apex of fear. Not only are you fearful, but the world is fearful. Uh, you know, our communities are fearful. Everybody seems to be in so much fear. It's like there's a big net of fear and it has come all the way around and gripped the, and gripped the world. Well, the Lord said, you're going to trample over that. Glory to God. He said, the young lion and the dragon. Dragon now talks about, uh, uh, again, a societal deception. Nations are deceived by the dragon. Remember, what started in Genesis as a snake, personal as a snake, has now fully grown into a dragon. What was once personal deception has now become nationwide deception. Now there are false, everybody thinks that this is true, but it's actually, <laughs> but it's actually not. God said, you will see that and uh, you're going to trample over it. Now the word trample, I love this. The word trample there means to crush. You're going to crush it. Hallelujah. You're going to crush it. You're going to crush it to powder. So listen, up until this point, once again, I really need you to get this. Up until this point, the father has said nothing about him doing anything about it. He's only said that he is going to keep us safe. Why? Because he has plans of doing something about it through you and through me. Glory to God. The stage is set. Yes, the world is dark, but the father Father has been raising up an army of light, uh, an army of light, those that will not compromise, those who will not be intimidated, those who will not be deceived. Glory to God. And his spirit is coming upon us in a mighty way, glory. And we're going to trample. We're going to stump. We're going to crush the enemy. We're going to crush his power. Glory to God. Now, remember what happened there in the garden. Remember what happened in the garden as the father told the woman, he said what he, you know, the woman said, hey, it was a snake that deceived me. God began to deal with the snake. He said he prophesied that the seed of the woman, the seed of the woman is going to crush the enemy's head. He's going to crush your head. He said the enemy is going to crush his heel, but he said Jesus is going to crush his head. And surely we saw Jesus crushed upon the cross. Glory to God. We saw him crushed upon the cross. But we also see how the head, Jesus Christ, the head of the body, will crush or bruise or crush the head of the adversary. That is, destroy his power. And that's what Jesus is doing. And that's what he did. And that's what he is doing in your life as well. Remember, we're not to be, meant to be victims of the circumstances. We are overcomers. And this is what verse 13 talks about. Verse 13 talks about how the father will give you power and authority over the adversary. And the, in these two main areas here, Two main areas. One, the deceptions of the enemy and his intimidation. Fear and lies. Fear and lies. Fear and lies. And aren't we seeing that today? How prophetic is this? Fear and lies. God said, you're going to trample over them. <laughs> 
You're going to crush them. Hallelujah. You're going to tread. That is, you're going to bend that power. You're going to trample over them. You're going to crush it with your feet. Glory to the Lamb of God. So again, he hasn't dealt with it, but he's going to deal with it through you and I. Now let me show you. Uh, some other words as it relates to this. This is so awesome. I pray you're getting something out of this today. This talks about, again, spiritual warfare. You're going to have to get sick and tired, as they say. I'm sick and tired. Fed up with here about the virus stuff. I'm fed up with here about sicknesses in my body. I'm fed up to here about not having any money. I'm fed up. You're going to have to get fed up and become bold and make a stand. <laughs> Glory to God. So as we talk about spiritual warfare for a few moments, we're going to have to go into the book of Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Let me read to you uh, Ephesians, the sixth chapter, verses 12 and 13. Listen to this. It says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So right away, we know that our battle is not against, again, flesh and blood. It's not against people. It's against the enemy. We're going to pull down the strongholds of the adversary. You're going to pull them down over your household. You're going to pull them down over your life. We're going to do warfare against this enemy. We don't have to sit here and take it. We can rise up because we have the superior authority. We have the superior name. Jesus is the name above all names. Jesus' name is above corona. Glory to God. It's above, it's above cancer. It's above high blood pressure. It's above leukemia. Jesus his name is above all names. His name is above diabetes. His name is above it all. And when we stand sure, when we stand sure-footed and we proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, we declare it and we will see his word come to pass. Glory to God. But we have to realize that this battle is not by flesh and blood. It is not flesh and blood that we're fighting. It's a spiritual war, and we handle things spiritually in the spirit. Yes, there'll be times when you take some things to people, but our battle first starts in the spirit. Hallelujah. Let's look on a little bit further. Oh, this is so thrilling. I pray you're getting something out of this today. Look at verse 13. It says, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand or with that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Glory to God. He says, take the whole armor of God now. And he goes on to tell you what that is. Uh, the, breast, the breastplate of righteousness, the, uh, and the, of course, the helmet of salvation, the your loins girt about with truth, your feet, with the sh your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Look at verse 17. It tells you a little bit about this as well. Verse 17 says, and, and take the helmet of salvation and the, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's what I want you to see. Verse 17 is there are only offensive weapon. That's the word of God, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now, remember, uh, as the Bible is written back, you know, in Bible times, uh, a, a sword was their primary weapon, a soldier's primary weapon. 
And so when we see sword today, we're not, not necessarily going to use swords to attack the enemy. That's, you know, those sharp pointy things, that sword. But today in modern day warfare, one would say gun, right? He would say uh, some, something else, but it would not be sword in modern day warfare. That was their modern day warfare at that time, their instruments or their weapons. So today it's a little bit different for us. But the Bible says that it is the sword of the spirit. Or we can say it is the gun of the spirit. Somebody got me. It is the bomb of the spirit. <laughs> it is the missile of the spirit, whatever. You see, it is, this is something that is spiritual. When you declare God's word, it goes forth as a sword. It goes forth as a bullet, so to speak. You got me? It goes forth and it pierces the enemy. It pierces the enemy. This is your only offensive weapon. So why are we saying this? Because when you declare the word, when you declare the word against the lion, the enemy, when you declare the word against his, his fear and intimidation, the father begins to move on your behalf. Angels begin to move on your behalf. Let me show you this in the word of God as well. Oh, I love this. Let's look at John 14. John 14, verses uh, 9 through 11. I think you're going to get something out of this. John 14 says, verse number 9, Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Look at verse 10. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. You see that? Jesus said, I speak but my father does the work. Well, what words are you speaking, Lord Jesus? I'm speaking the words of father. And as you put father's word in your mouth and you declare what father says, father does the work. Glory, glory, glory. As you declare by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. As we stand upon the word of God, father does the work. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I love this. Look at Psalm 107, Psalm 107, verse, verse 20, as we come to a close, Psalm 107, verse 20 says this, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. As you say what father said, as you stand upon his word. And you know, I love Psalm 103. I believe verse number two, where it says, I bless the Lord, O my soul. Or verse one, and all that's within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquity. That is, he forgives all of your sin and healeth all thy diseases. God forgives all of your sin and he'll heal 
heal all your diseases. So that means to me, as I stand upon the word of God, as I stand boldly and declare the word of God, no matter how I'm feeling, you said, I'm feeling sick right now. I declare by his stripes I am healed. He forgives all of my diseases. Glory to God. You say, but my bank account looks, looks mighty low. I declare that my God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. As you declare his word in the atmosphere, I'm telling you that spiritual warfare and the enemy begins to back up. Why? Because as you say the word, as you speak the word, the father does the work. The Bible declares that God looks upon his word, making sure that it's performed. He monitors his word. He monitors his word. Glory to God. The angels are standing by to minister to you, but they have to hear a word. And so the Bible says again that we're going to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over, uh, rather it says in um, uh, Psalm 91 verse 13, thou shalt tread upon the, the lion and the adder, the young lion and dragon shall you trample under feet. God's going to send you out as an army that will not be intimidated. You will not be afraid for the terror by night nor for the arrow that flies by day. You will not fear, but you will be bold in the face of the enemy. Stand sure-footed and declare what thus saith the Lord. Somebody's got to have that boldness. Somebody's got to have that boldness to declare it. What thus saith, this is what the Lord says. And we're going to see the power of God revealed like never before. Let me show you one other thing before we close out today. As the Lord, he's sending, again, he's sending out his army. He's sending us out, sending us forth. Revival is breaking forth right now. You hear what I'm saying? Revival is breaking forth right now. Revival is breaking forth right now. Somebody's hearing this. Revival is breaking forth even at this very moment. Revival is breaking forth. And it is this same pattern that the Lord Jesus illustrated to us here also in the Gospels. Let's look at Luke 10. This is so wonderful. Let's look at, let's look at, uh, let's look at Luke 10. Luke 10, 17 through 20. Let's look at this. And, and the Lord uh, sends the disciples out. He sent the 70 out in this case. And, and he gave them power and authority. And they did some works and they came back. And this is what they said here. And this is what he's also doing us with us today. You are his disciple, child of God. You're a follower of Jesus, and this is the power that he wants to invest, or rather that he already has invested on the inside of you. Listen to this. Uh, Luke 10, verse 17 through 20 says this, And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And that's still true today. Now, you got to see this, too. This is so powerful. They said, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through your name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power. Now, many, many translations have that translated as well. I have behold, I have given you. 
I have given you, I've already given you power. Now understand something. This is so powerful. Hang with me. This is so powerful. I could scream. Oh boy, I'm holding it back. This is so powerful. He said, behold, I have given, he said, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Verse 20, notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Glory to God. He said, I've given unto you power, boys. And this power that I have given unto you, disciples, this power unseats the enemy. And one of the things the Lord told them to do, he said, go out and I want you to heal the sick, raise the dead. I want you to cast out devils. I, I, I want you to, to cleanse the lepers. I want you to go out and, and preach the gospel. This is revival. But I hear somebody say, you know what? I wish I had that power that the disciples had that day. Oh, I wish I had that power. They moved in some awesome power and I wish I had that power. Oh, I could see your heart, my friend. I could see your heart. But I would say this. Why would you want that? Yes, that was great for that day. Yes, that was great for that day. And I and you're going to get this in a second. <laughs> and I'm grateful that I don't have access to that power. Because the power, the power that they wielded that day is nothing in comparison to the power that God has released in your life today. Oh, can I tell you? Can I tell you this? Can I tell you? Let's go to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians, the first chapter. Glory to God. Ephesians 1, verse 18, 19, 20. And listen to this. He says, Paul is praying here that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. He said, I want you to really get this. I want you to really grab a hold of this. He says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Let's look at it, verse 19. You can squeeze it if you want to. Verse 19 says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Did you get that? Let me help you. <laughs> oh, grab a hold of this. Now, the disciples were with Jesus but they didn't have Jesus in them. Somebody's getting that right now. The disciples were with him, but didn't have him in them. Remember, Jesus said, it's, ex it's, it's expedient for you. It's better for you that I go away. Because when I go away, the comforter will come unto you. Glory to God. They had Jesus with them, but we have Jesus in us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They had God with them, but God is now with us. Glory to God. He's now in us. Glory to God. He fills all places on the inside of us. And listen, the power that the Bible talks about here in Ephesians this power that is exceeding, verse number 19, 
This power that is exceeding in greatness, uh, that means that is, it is immeasurable. You cannot measure this. This power that is exceeding, uh, exceeding greatness of his power to usward, that is, it's in you who believe. And listen, according to the working of his mighty power, verse 20, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. In other words, this is what he's saying. This power that God has placed into you that has no measurement, that is immeasurable. This is the same power that Father used to raise Christ from the dead. Glory to God. What kind of power was needed to raise God from the dead? What kind of power was needed to raise Jesus from the dead? What kind of power was needed to cause the, the Son of God to break the bonds of hell? to rise, to rise from hell, to rise to the earth, from the earth, to rise above all heavens. Glory to God. The Father said, I've given you the same power that I used to raise Christ. I've now placed that inside of you. Glory to God. Oh, I pray we get a hold of that. Somebody said, oh, I wish I had the power of the disciples. Why would you want that? That's so, that's so beneath. That is so yesterday when the Father has released that power all in the name of Jesus. It's exceeding great power that is toward us. It is with this authority. It is with this authority. That the father says, you're going to go out and you're going to tread upon. <laughs> oh, you're going to tread upon the lion and the adder. Those little demons whisper in your ear saying you're going to die. No, we're going to declare I shall not die, but I shall live and declare the word of the Lord. Declare the works of the Lord. We can declare as it in verse, uh, Psalm 116, with long life will he satisfy me and show me his salvation. Glory to God. Somebody is going to believe it. Somebody is going to believe it. And this is what I'm going to close today. I'm going to close our time out with this. I'm telling you these simple words. Don't back down when God is backing you up. Yes, it's going to be scary, but know that Jesus is with you. Know that he is with you. When you feel that unction of the spirit to pray, go pray. Glory to God. When you feel that unction of the spirit to talk to somebody, then talk to somebody. But you say, well, what if, what if I pray for them and nothing happens? What if I say something and nothing happens? Listen, what if has to die? If we were baseball players, the first thing they would tell you, you know what? Swing for the fences. Swing hard enough to put that ball over the fence. You know what we've been doing? We've been bunting. We've been just standing at the plate, just bunting, trying to just try our best just to get on first base. God says, swing for the fences, hit your hardest, aim for the goal, buy that house, glory to God, start that business, proclaim your healing, and you're going to see the word of God come to pass. Stand boldly, stand firmly, and you're going to see it happen before your very eyes. And I'm so glad that I know you. All right. Well, I pray that you are richly blessed by today's message. 
Oh, I definitely was. And I'm thankful that you are here with me, that you were here with me, and that you were a part of the service tonight. Now, don't forget to hear today's message as well as the entire series. Just go to our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can see this entire series and so much more. So check it out. If you have a Roku device, find us. Find Kingdom Rock TV and get it installed and you'll find a whole library of wonderful words that I know will bless and encourage you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. And when you get a minute, just go by our website at kingdomrock.org and click on the contact button and let us know your prayer request. And I will be glad, so glad to pray with you. And uh, let us know where you are and where you're listening from and, and, of course, how you came in contact with us. I would love to know that, too. And I promise you, I will be personally praying for you. All right, until next time, remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we. So go forth and conquer. The Father's with you. We'll see you on the next time. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.